Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Association Rockstars, where we hear about journeys and insights of some amazing association executives and partners that are building the association industry of tomorrow. I'm your host, Lowell Applebaum, the CEO and strategy catalyst of Vistacova, where we work with organizations on strategic facilitation. And with me this morning, with coffee in hand, it's Gayathri Care, the co-founder and president of FusionSpan. Prior to co-founding FusionSpan, Gayathri spent over 10 years working in the association industry and has extensive experience evaluating business processes and technology infrastructures and assisting associations in implementing solutions that are scalable based on future needs. She also currently serves as the CIO for the New York State Bar Association. We are uh, so happy to have you with us this morning, Guthrie. As you hear uh, our conversation, of course, if you have any questions, please do put them in the comments underneath where you are watching this. And every time we have one of these conversations, you know, we know that people we're, have coming on uh, are coming because they've done some pretty amazing things and have some pretty amazing perspectives. Uh, we were just talking about our, our kids before we started recording. And so in, a, in our house, we talk a lot about superheroes and their superpowers. And so Miss uh, CIO, as well as being the co-founder and president of her own company and working in the association industry, uh, as well as being a super mom, uh, what's one of your superpowers? This one was really tough for me. Um, mm. I actually went and asked my five-year-old, um, you know, like what do you think my superpower is and he's like well you're goofy when you're with me and I was like well that's not really a superpower so um it was interesting because he thought about it for a second and then he said well I think you have spidey sense um and he was like well when I'm feeling sad you just come and hug me and I don't you don't you know I don't have to tell you how I feel you just know um so he says you have an instinct for people and things. And that was kind of eye-opening for me because I never thought of myself that way. Um, yeah. and, and when I thought back that night, because you know, that had that, that got me thinking a little bit, I guess that has helped me, you know, both as a mom at work, um, yeah. you know, during my career in association space, because um for me, my favorite thing to do is people watch and kind of get a sense of what people are thinking, feeling, and kind of reacting to that piece of it yeah. than anything else, right? So I think it is what spurred that consulting aspect in me is that fact that I love um, feeding off of people's energy and thoughts. So that's kind of where I think now I'm heading a little bit. Now that I have the word of confidence from a five-year-old, um, it seems a lot easier uh, to have that superpower. Um, so I went from goofy guy tree to spidey guy tree in some way, um, I would say. Well, I find that our, uh, our little ones are often our best mirrors to reflect who we actually are because they, they tell you the unbridled truth one way or another. Uh, and so, whereas you may have some uh, goofy fanware coming your way at some point, uh, you know, it is, it is interesting to think about, right? So much of your, your business and your career has obviously been focused on IT and technology. And I'd say that the uh, societal belief, although uh, clearly not just from your example, but in general, is like a disconnect between like technology and people, right? And so for your superpower to be the spidey sense of people watching, 
and yet your career and your business to be one that is so technologically inclined, right? Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about like that journey. Like where, where does the people watching passion, the people watching superpower come in with like excellence in terms of what you bring internally associations or your company? Does? I think in general associations with serving people, right? Whether it's you're internally trying to service your staff or externally servicing your customers and members, it's all about the people. Um, I think technology is just the layer to support that service. So yeah. if I didn't understand the people, I would be providing terrible service, right? So for me, technology is just the platform and the tools, but it, at yeah. the end of the day, it's all about the people. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of organizations, you know, traditionally had IT as the department, and right. now they're kind of, almost changing into a business operations team, right? So it's not the traditional IT because you're serving your members and staff every day. It's more about your business, the association, and, you know, who you are there. So as, as much as I love technology, it's, it's always been a focus on the people and the business. And technology comes after because you can always find the right technology to support the business and the people. Yeah. That's, I feel, is the tougher aspect of it. As you've seen the association model itself start to transition, right, from technology to business and focus, I mean, your own places of passion and leadership and what you bring to the table, have you found they've sort of caught up to where you are? Or have you found like what you bring to the table has changed along with it? I think we've been changing every day, especially given where we are, right? Like no day is the same. Um, That's true. It's, I don't know. I cannot say this is the service that associations need, right? Because right. what one association wants or one organization wants doesn't necessarily feed right into another association. Right. Um, because the, the culture, the people are so different and the industry they serve is very different. Um, I also do find that, you know, within the traditional, the, the business operations, as I was saying, there is a need for two sites. One is the consulting side yeah. to keep that innovative piece going and, you know, I need to still keep the shop running and right. it's, it's two different mentalities, but it needs to be that blend of two things to be able to support accurately, because at the end of the day, the, the organization and the people need both aspects. Um, and that's changing as well. Um, tremendously, I think. You know, the, Definitely every day is different than the last right now. It's hard to remember two weeks ago, much less yesterday. Uh, but look, there's obviously there's applicability for what you bring to the table to many different industries. What is it about you know associations that that has drawn you in, that has drawn you back, Miss CIO? Right? What what is it that keeps you coming back for more? So it's it's interesting because when I when I graduated. From college, if somebody told me I would be working in the nonprofit space, I'd be like, 
hell no. Because, <laughs> you know, I was in my 20s and I, it was all about money. At that right. Point, right. Right. Um, I graduated. I got my first job at an association and fell in love with it in the first month. Mm. And, and it was a small staff association. Can I ask um, which, one, which one was it? It's the Association of American Geographers. Um, oh. We were seven people when I started. And so when the membership person was out, you did membership. When accounting was out, you did the check log. And so you learn every aspect of the business. Yeah. And I could not have expected a better team to work with. Um, they're friends of mine till date. Um, and, and there was no looking back. Um, yeah. The mission, the passion, uh, I, I, I just don't find it anywhere else. Um, and, you know, I, I had the opportunity of, you know, starting Fusion Span and consulting. But honestly speaking, if anyone were to ask me, do I enjoy my role at NISPA more or Fusion Span? I love Fusion Span, it's my baby. But the being in the role of CIO at NISPA is what lights the fire, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel so close to the industry. I can see patterns and trends that I can take back to Fusion Span and provide those, uh, you know, services back to the rest of the community. So yeah. that blend for me is great, but my heart is with the association and NISPA. So it's interesting. Don't tell my husband that. I'm sure. I'm sure he won't watch this at all. Don't worry. Uh, and what's he going to do? Fire you? Come on. <laughs> I, you know that I find myself in a very similar place, and that uh, those of us that are partners with the organizations. I'm also, for instance, a contract chief strategy officer, right? So being able to have a foot in both worlds, right? You both get to be able to help lots of organizations, but to dive deep with some organizations, and like and be part of their mission, be part of their journey. You know, as you as you look ahead for what you think the association world is going towards, you know, what do you think is next for associations? Like, where do you think they sh they should be focused? I think there's definitely, you know, hybrid meetings or virtual meetings are definitely going to be um, some sort of the new norm. Um, and the you know the experience is very different. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of associations are going through that process of, you know, what does that digital experience mean um, to meetings? I think, I think that's going to be a huge driver um, over the next at least few months, if not years. Um, and I also think the whole certification accreditation piece of it is going to, you know, it's, it's going to be disrupted, right? Like that's, yeah. I think it's change, right? And I think a lot of organizations that said we'll never be remote or we'll never have virtual teams are now rethinking that, um, you know, your biggest costs are brick and mortar. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's just, I think, organizations are going to think differently about what, you know, having virtual teams, digital experiences mean. I think that's really yeah. where the trend's going to lie. Um, you know, in these times, I think 
people look to associations to to lead them right whether yeah. it's for networking or best practices um so i think it's it's it, i actually find anytime there is um some sort of downturn whether it's the market or a pandemic for example right. um community is what holds people together and associations are definitely that so um I I would absolutely agree. I mean, it seems like I've spoken to a number of organizations that actually during this time that they've, you know, had to cancel meetings or looking at like fiscal troubles and challenges, they've seen actually stronger membership numbers because all of a sudden those that were never members or were once members are, are feeling at this moment the value of having community, the value of being part of like the place where your industry connects. There's something definitely to that. Now, as you think about these next places of focus for organizations based on like what is shifting now, what may happen tomorrow, you know, those that are the individuals that work for associations, like those that are within our realm, right? The executives or the, the partners, where do you think, you know, colleagues should be focused to be successful with that? Like how, how do future rock stars become rock stars knowing what we know today? I think being open to change is very important right yeah. um like every day every minute could be different right um i think it's also very important to to have curiosity right um it's i i think what drives me is learning something new every day right yeah. um and I think it's curiosity that sparks that. And with curiosity comes accountability and responsibility, I feel in some way. Um, and that combination, I think, can really drive you to be an association rock star. Because um, you're not only improving yourself, yeah. but those characteristics, I think, also help improve people around you because knowingly or unknowingly you're changing the way they think yeah. um, so i think i think it's just having curiosity which then funnels the the rest of the characteristics that helps i love the curiosity uh, and i'm going to come back to that in a moment as you think about the journey you've walked uh, any examples of leadership that have guided you in that journey, the been member mentors or been those that have sort of shown you a way to do things or not to do things, but that have helped in your own journey. Okay. This is not rocket science. Reggie Henry for me has been my biggest mentor and supporter. Um, and I love him to death. I think yeah. without him, Fusion span would not be fusion span, and I wouldn't be me. Um, so, Reggie's definitely made a change in my life. Um, I'm, you know, I have this core group of leaders in the association space who are also women, um, the Association Women Technology Champions. Um, they keep it real for me. Yep. So, you know, if I start to fly a little bit, they bring me back to earth, say, hey, you know, you might be a rock star, but this is where ground is. Right. So I love that group. 
um, Rhea, Moira, Gretchen, Rebecca, Tori, Catherine, and Renee. So I love all of that group. Um, and then I've had the opportunity to serve on the Technology Council for ASAE. Um, David DeLorenzo has made a huge impact. Yeah. I am kind of guiding me through to, you know, the ups and downs in, in the industry. So ASAE and the community that ASAE brings is, has had a huge impact in, in where I am today. I love about all those people you mentioned is they have, they have the same human element of like any one of them you can approach and are so easy to engage, right? They are also naturally curious about others. They are also supportive community. Uh, and so, you know, like, like supports like it feels like in that way. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm starting to get near the end, but I do want to just go back to one thing you mentioned, uh, Association Women in Technology. You know, I know it was an informal group that you all have made now a formal group, and that must have been... You know, Miss Miss Rock started to be part of a team that like forms their own association uh, in support of like elevating the place of women in technology in our industry is huge. And just I want to give a moment to see if there's anything you want to say about that. It's I don't pull my weight in that group. I have to admit they the rest of the team is just so amazing. Um, Renee spearheads um, the team as the uh, president of the AWTC group, um, and Rhea, Gretchen, Moira, you know, they, they know the formation and the governance aspects of the association so well. For me, it's been a learning experience. And yeah. so I hang back and watch, but to, to be supportive of that group and be part of uh, that group as a founding member has been amazing for me. Um, I love the happy hours. I love the virtual meetups, the in-person meetups, um, the tears, the laughter, all of it um, yeah. really helps. Well, hopefully those that resonate with that as a place to identify will check it out as well. Uh, and uh, although I'm guessing that uh, your son identified Goofy because you bring him joy, uh, and probably a little bit of laughter. Uh, it sounds like truly the spidey sense of curiosity, right? In that human element in every bit of the story you've told us about like why associations are a good fit, where you've become involved, who your mentors have been, you know, a care for others, you know, an interest in others is certainly an underlying factor in all of that. And it's a, a great place if we're going to learn every day like you do, it's a great place for all of us to learn from today. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. You know, I want to, of course, as always, give thanks to the amazing Amy Hager, who's behind the scenes there talking with you online. Welcome you to the group. Uh, if you are enjoying these conversations, we've had some great uptake of you, of colleagues in the community, inviting one another to come to it, to hear. And so please do invite others to come and hear some of the amazing stories of our Rockstar colleagues. You know, I want to thank all of you for joining us and contributing to this conversation. We'll look forward to our next one. Until then, Association Rock.